JD Talking Sports, it is Sunday, January 26, 2020. My buddy Frank texts me. I just had brunch and I'm like, you know, walking home and he goes, Kobe Bryant's, Kobe Bryant's dead. I go, what? I mean, Kobe Bryant's dead. Because he got killed in a helicopter crash. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. And then sure enough, TMZ, and it's been reported, they think one of his kids, someone just said all his kids were, one of them was a baby. I don't know who was on board. I don't know what happened. It is scary shit. That, I mean, just, I, 41 years young, I mean, was going to be inducted, what will be inducted into the Hall of Fame this year. Three kids, a daughter, way too young. And he used the helicopter all the time. I remember at the end of his career, he was taking the helicopter every time. I did one in Hawaii once. Scariest ride of my life. I thought my, my, my stomach was in my mouth. We did one of those sightseeing tours. I couldn't wait to get off that goddamn thing. And he was using it all the time. They said his oldest daughter was on it, but no, it's not confirmed. TMZ. Someone said all his kids, he had an infant. His wife was not on board. Very scary. My neighbors across the street were taking a, a plane ride in the Grand Canyon and they, they were with two friends and the plane crashed and they were killed and the friends were, little planes, all that stuff. Now, I was not a fan of Kobe Bryant, but respected the game, 18-time Pro Bowler, one less than Kareem. He just got passed last night. His last tweet was to LeBron. LeBron just passed him last night for third all-time. Now, Kobe's fourth all-time. He won MVP once. He was finals MVP Twice, I think. Was it twice? Five-time NBA champion. Yes. NBA Finals MVP in 2009, 2010. Won gold medals. I was a member of the 2008 in Beijing in 2012 in London. I still remember the story about him. Uh, Chris Paul, they were coming in for the first workout of the morning, and Kobe had just done his first workout of the morning by himself before they even did it. He was already soaked to the bone. Guy had a tremendous, tremendous work ethic out of high school I mean to do what he did the career he had and I was supposed to see him play once and it ends up that he got suspended so I saw a Laker Nick game without Kobe playing so that was the one time I was going to see him play I'm watching the Pro Bowl Jack Doyle just caught a ball over the middle and they hugged him and called the play dead now that is why they can't play this fucking game. This isn't a football game. Just then play two and touch. I mean, they literally just grabbed him around the. This isn't a football game. This is this is an exhibition. This is an embarrassment to sports. I I, I this isn't football. You know, what, what, he held him and they called blew the whistle. So l- l- play two and touch. Just make it two and touch because this isn't a game. Nobody wants to get hurt. Nobody. Yeah. I mean, they just tackled him and they stopped him and they blow the whistle. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Come on, guys. This isn't a game. And it's played in Orlando. This is ridiculous. I mean, the guys are like, hey, I don't want to get hurt. I'm just here. I'm hanging out. So let's make a two-hand touch. Let him do something. Or some just drills because this is, this is a, it's an embarrassment. It's an embarrassment to watch. I, I just can't get over Kobe, man. 41 years young. I mean, he had all the, he won the Academy Award for a poem he wrote. All the stuff off the field. You know, he got in trouble, whatever. Who gives, gives a shit about that right now? Doesn't matter. Guy's 41 years young. Shit, way too young. Had a lot left to give this world. You know, he, I remember saw him going to games with his daughters at uh, UConn. He was, you know, he talked just talked about how women should be playing the NBA. Crazy. Yeah, I just, yeah, I just, 
It's just crazy. It's just really crazy. And I was watching last night, Coco Golf won the first set against that uh, Kenan, the girl, uh, Kenan, who, and she won the first set, she was the last two, and this she, girl was going crazy. And Coco Golf couldn't, won the first set and just couldn't do, couldn't get anything on the second, third set. Got, got blown out, six love the third set, which, you know what, it's funny. I, I was thinking about this after the match. I was thinking that, you know, she just beat Osaka, who basically beat herself with unforced errors. But it's amazing how many players beat a great player and can't continue the run going. That's what shows how great the great play players are with the consistency. Because you can't, you can't just be resting the laurels of beating the one great player. Okay, you got that great win, but what are you going to do with it? Like if you beat, you know, you know, you finally get to the Super Bowl. Is it okay just to get to the Super Bowl? No, you you want to win it. I don't I don't want to want to be that coach who was like, hey, I went to the Super Bowl, I got there. Listen, Dick Vermeil got the Eagles there, and he he coached them like a freaking madman for two weeks the for the week, like two a day practices. Burned the guys out. They got to the got to the Super Bowl, and they were they were tight. They were beat up, and he says he he made a mistake, and then they had to win in the, winning it after the fact. So get him back, and he won with KC. But he's you know he knew he worked worked him too hard that week in the Super Bowl when they lost twenty seven ten to the Raiders. Still remember Kenny King was it Kenny King who caught the pass when eighty yards in that catch? Jim Plunkett. Just win, baby. That's what Al Davis said. Just win, baby. Yeah. And everybody's been telling me, you know, Michigan said to me, uh, hug the ones you love, kiss the ones you love, go for the things you want in life. Life's too goddamn short. You never know life is so short. Agreed. Yeah. Told we should make another movie. I don't think she really wants to make another movie, my friend Izzy. I don't think that's something she wants to do. I think she kind of wants to find out what she really wants to do. I'm okay with that. I want to do some writing. And I'm giving a lot more people the podcast. J.D. Tucker Sports. Drop the G on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Follow me on, on iTunes. Rate me on iTunes. And what was I saying? That, yeah, they're showing all these crazy stats. Where, you know, Adrian Peterson. I'm sorry, not Adrian Peterson. Derrick Henry was running into the line, line and they just tackled, wrapped him up, and they blew the whistle. So they're not even, it's a passing, yeah. So they're not, you know, they're, they're playing defense on the passing, but it's not, it's, this is a ridiculous game. But Derrick Henry was going at the three-yard line. They, 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 they wrapped him up and they called it a game. This isn't a game. If Goodell thinks that this is a game, he's, he's farly, he, he's sorely mistaken. But that, that's what I was talking about. Coco Goff, she beats Osaka, and then she has a, with Hennon, who they said was a bit older, six years older, more experienced player, who was getting all pissed off in the first set, dropping the ball. And then, you know, Coco beat her in a tiebreaker. And then I thought the second set she was going to, you know, pull it out. Even Hennon was so pissed off in the first set that a ball was in, which she could have challenged. She didn't. She ended up losing the serve and ended up losing the tiebreaker. I mean, you're that angry that you forget to call challenge a play is kind of crazy. I mean, I just think this is, that's nuts. And then Coco Golf lost the second set. She went down a break right off the bat. And then she got blown out third set. And I was just saying, you know, it's amazing when you think of, you know, you talk about Serena and all this stuff, but, you know, you have to be, Jesus Christ, could we have, like, more? That's what New York City, man, you get all the extra noise and everything. Yeah, sorry about that. Yeah, Michigan opened up all the windows. Yeah, I glided for freaking 95 minutes this morning. We went out with one of Nikki's friends, Rich, and he goes, I couldn't glide for three minutes. It's pretty funny. I said, well, I can, you know, it's, I can do certain things forever. I can just keep doing them over and over and over again. 
But I, you know, it is. It's kind of crazy. How do you stay that the the great players? How do they stay consistent like that for so long? Because Coco Golf gets a, gets a big win. She gets blown up by Osaka last year. So you think in the U.S. Open. So she comes back now, and the Australian beats her, and they're talking about how she go to the finals. And then the next match, she gets blown out six love in the third set, which you can't get. You can't get blown out. You can't. You can't get. Now she's fifteen years old. You got to give her some credit. But still, you can't do that. You want to build on that and, and you know, do a little better. And then to get blown out the next match, especially if winning a first set tiebreaker. I had a terrible hamburger today. Well, not terrible hamburger. You know what? I had some bacon on it. I was so goddamn hungry. I was just, I was just, I was like, I was like, I'm pretty hungry right now. And great fries. Great freaking fries. So, you know, Coco, she's only 15. She can't play that. But she's going to play the Fed Cup. She's going to play, uh, she can play, play a very limited number of tournaments because of her age, which I understand, but it's kind of hard to build up any momentum or speed when you're hurt all the time, when, you, when you're being held back all the time. And then I saw that uh, Kyrgios, I said Kryos, it's Kyrgios, like Kyrgios, Kyrgios, for that Nick uh, Kyrgios, he's a dick. He was, he was yelling at the ref, and he always gets in his own way, so he's still playing. Djokovic won last night, Michigan hates him. I'm like, yeah, I, I always liked him. And who was I talking about? McEnroe was saying, I've never seen a guy who can return like he can return. He does. He is amazing that way. Nick's Nets tonight, six. And Michigan said, yep, they're going to have a moment of silence. Nets actually won last night, 121-111 at Detroit. Kyrie at 45. Derek Rose at 27. They're going to take Dinwiddie off the bench now. Jared Allen at 20 points, 15 rebounds. They had a five-game slide. Slide. 19-25. Pittsburgh fell to 17-30. And, and it, you know, they want, they got, want to make the playoffs. I guess we're going to see what's going to happen. So Nick's... Nets at the Garden tonight. See how that is. Yeah, but and they definitely have a moment of silence or something for that. They definitely are. It's just crazy, you know. I mean, the guy in the the guy in Dwayne Reed said to me, "I just want to cry." I hear you, man. I hear you. it was. It's it's crazy, you know. When someone dies that young, it really hits you. And I saw that Alan Griffin, you know, the guy who uh, stepped on the Purdue basketball player. Alan Griffin got two games only. He missed the game yesterday when they when he uh, when Illinois won the last shot of the game over Michigan. But Alan Griffin only got two games for stepping on a guy's chest purposely. I don't know. I think it should have been more. So LeBron passes Kobe. I missed a shot. I tried. It was going between the All Star game, which was ridiculous. This three on three. Again with no defense. Well, at least they played different conferences, and there's no defense. There's no checking. A lot of shots. I mean, I don't know what the deal with these also. I mean, you know, it just, they're not interesting. They're not competitive. I think, yeah, I'm not a fan. So I, I was trying to watch LeBron shot. He went out, then I missed it. And, and then we were watching box last night. How about this for marketing? Swift Jared Hurd, boxer, tattooed Swift on his freaking chest. I was speechless. Yeah, I was like, holy shit. How'd you get it? He had, he had, he had uh, he had Swift tattooed on his uh, into, yeah tattooed on his chest. It was kind of crazy. Michael Vick is the NC, NFC captain, and people are upset because the dog should dog should happen. He paid his price. I don't know what's on his arm. Lamar Jackson signing all these things. I want Lamar Jackson to come back strong next year. I really do, because I know he's pissed about how the season ended. And Degrom's going to go for three. He became the eleventh. Person to win consecutive Cy Youngs. Roger Clemens did it twice in 86, 87, 97, 98. 
Just two from that group have claimed the honor three straight times. They both wound up pulling off four peats. Maddox from 92 to 95. First with the, first with the Cubs, the next three with the Braves. And, and Randy Johnson, four years a row with the Diamondbacks. He said after the first one, that was always good. But actually come, but to actually come true is kind of crazy to think about it. And then to win another one back-to-back, it's hard for me to actually wrap my head around it. He said the dream always was just to play Major League Baseball. And then it went two Cy Youngs. Who would have thought? The dream was actually to play the infield, not to be a pitcher, to win back-to-back. The list of guys that my name is mentioned It's truly an honor. You always set personal goals for going into a season, so I guess this third one's a goal. Pete Alonzo went 50, a deep 53 times. Hey, listen, the Grom could do it. He's been playing that well. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. So Michael Vick, 2006, had 1,000 rushing yards. He threw 20 touchdown passes. Lamar threw 36 this past year. And broke, I mean, just had a phenomenal season. And they stunk in the freaking playoff game. So Alonzo, 53 last year, he goes, my goal is to capitalize on every single pitch that's given. It's a hittable, drivable pitch. I want to capitalize. If I take a controlled, aggressive swing and have a good approach and have a good plan, that's all I can do. Hey, he's a reigning National League Rookie of the Year. He was the Mets. This is all the Mets fan fest. You know, they're going to say whatever. He said, I had a good offensive year, but who knows if I can have more plate discipline. Who knows how that will translate. Learn. Yeah, I never... That's why FanFest learned a lot. Yeah, you learn a lot. And then I was reading about Mahomes. He was a three-sport high school star, played two as a college freshman. I know he played baseball, but finally gave baseball as a freshman, sophomore at Texas Tech. Sixth game in place of the injured Dave, uh, Davis Webb against number five Baylor. Mahomes throws for 598 yards, six touchdowns, and a loss. Motion to an NFL Raider and set Webb on a path to graduate transfer to California. So, so Mahomes spends his rookie year running the scout team and not worrying about interceptions per Reed's instructions. By allowing Mahomes to maintain his aggressiveness, Reed observed what needed to be emphasized when the playbook changed hands after Smith was traded. Agent Lee Steinberg told the Washington Post he thinks the Saints would have taken his client Mahomes at number 11. Coach Bruce Aarons admits he would have grabbed Mahomes at the Cardinals at 13, which would have got the Giants very interested. Yeah, but he was going to be there at 23. And Charlie Cashley said, who would come out of that air raid offense and been successful? He's an analyst, not friend of the network. He was certainly a gunslinger who left a pocket too soon and threw the ball over the place. You saw raw talent. You didn't see discipline, and he hadn't won. He's winning now, Charlie. Same shit they said about Lamar. Should be a wide receiver in the pros. Bullshit. And the Browns passed on all quarterbacks in favor of Miles Garrett for the number one pick in 2017. They ultimately drafted Deshaun Kaiser in the second round. None of the four quarterbacks who spent time on Cleveland's 2017 roster. Deshaun Kaiser, Kevin Hogan, Cody Kessler, Brock Osweiler started an NFL game last year. So he took it two years later. And the Bears traded up uh, from number three to number two to secure Mitch Trubisky, which was a mistake. Chiefs traded number 27, a third rounder, and their 2018 first rounder, number 10, to the Bills to move up from Mahomes, despite the fact Pro Bowler Alex Smith had led them to a 12-4 finish. I think it was a great move on his part. Great, great freaking move. And then I was reading about bright spots for the Knicks and Nets. We'll let the Knicks know. But Marcus Morris, senior, Senior, I like when they say that. You know, he's a senior, which he is. He's a prospective free agent. He probably is going to trade. He's averaging a career high 19 points, 58.3 on true shooting percentage. Which, yeah, but I, I always was, you know, I love these, the true shooting percentage. True shooting percentage. It's the formula is uh, true is a measure of shooting efficiency that takes into account field goals, three point field goals, and free throws. So his is over fifty eight percent. 
for Marcus Morris Sr. to see on JD Talk at Sports, we find you all the facts. His three point act percentage of the core of his efficiency is at the core of his 45.7%, good for third in the NBA behind George Hill and JJ Reddick. Shooting better from the outside than he is from inside the arc, 43%. He's also averaging a career high in free throw attempts per game, five. So when he the thing, when he's playing, his team's offensive rating is 106.4. When he's not, it's 99.9, which means we'll be dead last by a large margin. And then you have uh, Sean Didwitty. Spencer Didwitty carried the Nets while Irving and Levert were injured. He led the team in scoring 21 of the 26 contests that Irving missed in those games. Didwitty scored at least 30.6 times. He was the offense for a team that lacked playmakers once Irving went down. The Nets, if the Nets make the playoffs, the 13-13 stretch without Irving will have been crucial to get there. During the time Dinwiddie on the court, with on the court, they had a 112.6 offensive rating. That'd be good for one of the best offenses in the NBA. Or if he did that over, extrapolated that over a full season, when he was off the floor, the Nets were at 89.9 during that period, which would easily be last in the league. Well, they said if they do get, you know, they talk about during the. Pro Bowl, that if the new league, uh, new league rule gets uh, introduced with the with the onside kick, then instead of taking the instead of kicking the ball off, you get a you, you try fourth or fifteenth at your own twenty five. The surprise onside kick onside kick at the start or middle of the game will be gone, which the Saints used in the Super Bowl second half against the Colts, won the game for them. Yeah, and then I was reading about Kobe Bryant. Yeah, Kobe Bryant, Jesus Christ, 20, 20 year career with the Lakers. Just fucked up. Just really fucked up. Really fucked up. Kind of like this freaking Pro Bowl. Fucked up. Fucked up to watch. Stoop. Just stupid. Just, just, just dumb. Just dumb, dumb, dumb. Oh yeah, yeah. Just, yeah. Just really stupid. Yeah, Shea Patterson. I was watching the uh, Senior Bowl. Shea Patterson looked great on one of the touchdowns, and other things he looked like complete shit. Yes, Spencer did what he's going to, I said, move to the bench. And Justin Herbert, 9 for 1383 yards, one touchdown, takes Senior Bowl MVP, which wasn't a good game at all. Hey, Tiger is four shots back, tied for eighth, going into Sunday at Torrey Pines. Not bad, not bad. Nets next tonight. UConn women beat East Carolina 98-42. So they were only left 22-16 at the end of one. Then they outscored them in the second and third periods, 57 to 10. Then one by 56. 57 to 10. And that's a blowout. Yeah, they're now 16 to 1. Eastern, East, Eastern, East Carolina is 3 and 16. And Rutgers beat Nebraska 75 72 on Geo Baker's three pointer with 1.2 seconds left. And they are now 14 and 0 at home, 15 and 5 overall, beating the teams they're supposed to beat. Nebraska fell to 7-13. That's all you care about. Yeah. Kyrie Irving had 45 points, 7 assists, 6 rebounds. Yeah. Rest in peace, Mamba. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. Just crazy about Kobe. Everybody talking about rest in peace. Yeah, yeah it's crazy. Yeah, and the Nets, listen, game they should have won. Levert had 11 points off the bench. Didwitty had 10. Only shot eight shots. Kyrie Irving, man. Guy's a machine. 
Yeah. So now LeBron passes him. And Kobe, his last tweet was Ben Simmons, 28 points, 10 rebounds, five, 8 assists, 12 for 15 field goals. Ben Simmons, Sixers beat the Lakers. They're 30 and 17. Lakers fell to 36 and 10. Kobe said, continue to move the game forward. King James, much respect, my brother, with a bicep. 3-3-6-4-4. That's one more point than he has. And that's the last tweet, man. That's his last tweet. And they gave a standing O in Philly, but it's, it's yeah. and Danny Garcia fought this guy Evan uh, Redcatch last night, and the guy freaking bit him on his shoulder during a tie-up in the eighth round. What the fuck is wrong with these guys? And the guy had fr- freaking bright lime hair. Asinine. Twelve round unanimous decision, but this motherfucker bit his shoulder. He bit me. He said Mike Tyson when he bit me. I said ref, he bit me. I thought I needed stitches or something. That's my first time ever getting bit in a fight. I don't know. I don't know what people are doing, man. I'm just like, dude, really? I mean, really? Biting? Didn't stop the fight either. He wants to go against Manny, Errol Smith Jr. when he recovered from his car accident back in October. He's a good fighter. And then I saw that uh, Chris Cyborg Justino, she beat Julia Bud at Bellator 238, just pummeled her to death. And Bud had her eight-year winning streak ended. And she'd been a long-reigning 145-pound title. The same place where she lost in 51 seconds to Amanda Nunez, Cyborg. Yeah, she, well, she, she, beat her, she beat her ass. She beat her ass good, man. Yeah. She'd won 11 consecutive fights since Ronda Rousey beat her with an armbar back in 2011. She defended the belt three times, bud. I lost my belt here at the forum, and then I got another one. That's all he can do, huh? Crazy. I think I, Bellator, she's on something, man. That girl, the girl's a, a beast. Hey, that's, and that, that sticks tonight. That's pretty freaking cool, right? Yeah, that's pretty cool. So Mahomes is trying to be the second youngest quarterback to win a Super Bowl. The youngest was Roethlisberger, 23 years, 320 days in Super Bowl. What's that, 45? Nine years ago? No, could it be? So how old is Big Ben? Ben Roethlisberger age. Maybe that's all he is. I thought he was like 35. Ben Roethlisberger. Oh, shut up. How old he is? 37. All right, what do I know? So wait, what's XL then? Super Bowl XL is, is that 45? Oh, that's 40, I'm sorry. Jesus Christ. God damn, how terrible with this shit. So the Super Bowl 40, that makes sense. That was 15 years ago. He's 23. He's 37 now. Okay. I thought that was going to be 45. I'm terrible at that numeral shit. Yeah. Now, I'm going away next week, so I wanted to get in a podcast. I was going to talk more about Kobe. But, you know, I mean, everybody has a story about Kobe. I mean, if you have any story, I've never seen him play live. I would have loved to see him play live. Live. Somebody can talk about this stupid goddamn Pro Bowl, which is an embarrassment to everybody. 
it's, it's, it's terrible. It's, it's terrible sports. It's terrible to watch. I'm happy, you know, that the... I would love to go to Knicks next game. Michigan said we will go to a game. Now, we're, we're coming back that Saturday. Come back next Saturday. We're going away for a couple of days to Puerto Rico, which I was a little hesitant to go to, but my client Linda confirmed to me that I'm in San Juan, not the northern part of the island, not the southern part, and the, heart, the, the earthquakes aren't being felt there. We're going away. We're going to make the best of it. I mean, not make the best of it. We're going to go there and just say, you know, fuck it. That's what we're doing. Life is too damn short. And, you know, it's going to be like 80-something degrees there. It's going to be beautiful weather and everything. We're going to go. We're going to have a good time. I'm excited. LG put up a cute picture of her kids. I haven't heard from Rock in a while. I just, uh, I told the guy Rich today about my podcast. I'm ho- ho- maybe he'll listen to it. Wow, most TD passes in first eight seasons. Wow, that's a pretty good stat right there. That's crazy stats. Wow, that is crazy. So listen to this. Listen to this freaking... So the first, most TD passes the first eight years. NFL history. Payton 244. Marino 241. Russell Wilson 227. Now interceptions. Payton to 130. Marino 136. And freaking Russell Wilson 68. That's basically half, almost half of freaking Marino and Manning. Had a hell of a career off his career. And in an eight games, eight, eight game run, Derrick Henry had over 1,200 yards rushing, which was second only to freaking Adrian Peterson in 2012. I mean, some guys had great years. And Peters, I'm sorry, Derrick Henry is a freaking free agent. And Russell Wilson, they should keep him there for goddamn ever. But yeah, I was looking at, you know, you, you saw Eli Manning this week. He retired. And, you know, him with his kids at the, he's got a little boy. He's got three girls. And, you know, having the conviction to say, you know, this is it. I'm done. I need to keep playing this game. I've had a great career, had a lot of success, made a lot of money, won two Super Bowls. I have my health. You know, his brother was playing with the neck and he was getting all these freaking shots and everything to keep playing. No, he said, I'm done. I'm done here. That's enough. Because someone put, I'm done sported today. Yeah, you feel like that. You feel like, well, you know, you don't want to talk about sports right now. You want, I, I wish the best to Kobe Bryant's family and, yeah, his kids and all that stuff. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a sad day. No one should die, let alone, no one should die that young, ever. So I'm sending my prayers out to his family. I spoke to Kumbachev today, spoke to Isabel, Frank, the Lanker. Sent someone to my buddy Ben, he didn't respond. But hug someone you love, kiss someone you tell much you love them. I called my dad, told him I loved him, because life's too fucking short, man. It's just too goddamn short. All right, so we got trivia question for today. Most TDs responsible for in Alabama football history. Tua, 96 and three seasons, 87 passing, nine rushing. Today's trivia question. Who has the most passing yards for a career in Michigan football history? Most passing yards for a career in Michigan football history. All right, we've got Nick's Nets tonight. We have this atrocity called the Pro Bowl going on right now. And next week's Super Bowl. Yeah. That's all I got. Kobe Bryant, rest in peace. Black Mamba, rest in peace. Taken way, way, way too young.